Welcome to Walking Free, everyone. Uh, today we have Chaplain Ward from Andrews University here on the show, and he's going to talk with us about postmodernism, about the authority of the Bible, and how reading the Bible, interacting with the Word can change your life. Uh, welcome to the show, Chaplain Ward. How are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to our discussion. Hey, it's it's a pleasure to have you here. So, you uh, you've had some experience in the Word of God, and when was a time that the Bible gave you some certainty and clear direction in your life? Well, I'll have to immediately go to when I was 22 years old and then. U.S. Air Force paramedic. I was having some life and death experiences, kind of living life on the edge, one foot in the church, one foot out. And I don't like living life that way. And so I took my Bible and a little book I enjoy called Desire of Ages. And I took two weeks off to go and read about the life of Christ. And when I read the scriptures, when I read the Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, and I read about the life of Christ and I read about him being on the cross it hit me so powerfully that for the first time in my life at 22, I believed that the scriptures were real. I believe that Jesus Christ was real. I believe that my sins helped to put him on the cross and it broke my heart. It broke my spirit and I gave myself over to Christ. And that was my conversion to Christianity. And that led me to continue to study and grow and eventually to want to become a minister of the gospel and a chaplain also in the military. Uh, amen. Yeah, when was a uh, when was a time memorizing or knowing scripture helped you specifically? Well, you know, memorizing scripture, I came up in a generation where that was important. It was important to memorize poems and concepts and quotes. Uh, even in my undergraduate work at Oakwood uh, College, we were taught to memorize the scriptures and hold those scriptures, and we listened to. Uh, uh, great evangelists and preachers and biblical scholars as they would preach the word. And they seemed to just m remember the word without even looking at the Bible. And it's because they read the Bible so often. When I was about probably between eight and nine, 10 years old, one of my Sabbath school teachers had us to memorize a scripture and I chose Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. That text of scriptures that I learned that long ago has stayed with me to this day. And every step of the way, every career change, every challenge I've had, marriage, parenting, I have memorized that text. I've memorized that text years ago. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Amen. That's a powerful verse, uh... You know, when I heard that, I got some tingles. Uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's that's great encouragement. And you said when uh, you had one foot in the world and you had one foot in the church and you took two weeks and you read the Bible and the book, The Desire of Ages, together, and that gave you some direction in your life. You said that your Sabbath school teacher, when you were eight or nine, uh, taught you to memorize scripture. So in the past, you looked at scripture uh, along with, with other books and you've memorized scripture. So what are some ways that you interact with the word today? What do you do now? To do now, well, today, I actually, as a professor, I, I teach and I try to include the word of God in all of my courses. 
Uh, also, I live it myself because I'm still doing Bible studies with people and still preaching sermons. Uh, but I share it with people just in everyday walk of life. And I find that it's very meaningful to do that. It's not so much about the sermon. It's not so much about the oratory skills. It's just sitting with someone, having that ministry of presence to be present with them and allowing the word of God to just come forward as God brings that back to remembrance. And so memorizing text is not something I, I sit and do on a regular basis. I just read the word of God, the Bible. And there are texts that will stand out and I will read that maybe more than once. But I just trust and believe that the promise of God is true. If I place it in my mind, God will bring it back to my remembrance when I need it for the occasion and for the purpose. And that's what I love about the spirit of God. All right. Yeah, the uh, the spirit of God will teach us and um, what we need to know at the right time and, and through his word, especially in. Today, there's a, a worldview called postmodernism where uh, things can often get based on our own opinions and, and it becomes subjective and, and people just end up choosing what they want. And that's affecting uh, the way people use and learn scripture today. What is happening with postmodernism and, and what's, what's it doing to our view of scripture? Well, I certainly don't want to uh, present myself as being an authority at all on postmodernism, but I have been reading about postmodernism more and discussing it with my students. And postmodernism is, is sort of like a reaction, uh, anti-modern, if you could say, uh, from that age of uh, enlightenment and rationalization and universal truths. Today, young people, especially millennials and back, they want to see the word of God lived. They don't see everything as just relative, as we sometimes say, take it or leave it, pick and choose. But many do. And they're picking and choosing what they want to out of the word of God. And maybe many are not even reading the word of God. And so therefore, I ask myself, how are they determining their principles? How are they determining their values, their morals? What are they basing it on? Is it based on social culture? social networking, what's read on Facebook or Twitter, what the uh, rap artists are singing about in their rhymes. So I have a concern that our younger generations today are sort of throwing aside the truths, uh, the foundational beliefs that undergird our society, and they're wanting to create their own belief system. But what are you using to create that belief system? That's point one. Point two is this. Postmodernists or people today, especially young people, they want to see the word lived out in a social context. They don't want to see it just lived in the four walls of a building of a church. They want to see the homeless given housing. They want to see people having health care and taken care of. They want to see us being fair and just. Our leaders chosen based on principles and values that are closely aligned with the scriptures. Here's the problem, Evan. When our younger generation see the older generation saying that they believe in the word of God, but that's not evident in our word and our practice, and they see divisions among believers because of skin color, because of culture, because of different faiths, because of economic reasons. When they see these divisions that are not congruent with the word of God, they turn off and turn away from scripture and the church 
And that becomes very discouraging for them. And it's becoming discouraging for me because they are the next group to carry this, this, this faith forward. And they will have to do that knowing the word of God. Mm. Yeah, this is, this is a huge problem we're facing today. The, um, people are losing interest in, in God's word because they're not seeing it lived out in people's lives. In, uh, in John 17, Jesus said that uh, the world would be drawn to him through his disciples when the world would see his disciples as one working together and living out that word, you know, feeding the homeless, taking care of the homeless, um, putting aside racial divisions and, and all these kinds of things. So uh, people are losing the idea of uh, the importance of scripture because they don't see it happening. Well, we, I mean, you and I, we can say the Bible is important, but what does the Bible say about it, about its own importance? Does it say that it's important or what does it say about itself? Well, you know, it does, uh, you know, the Bible says that it is the God, it is God's word. You know, uh, Hebrews four twelve says, you know, for the word of God is living and active and it is a part of us. Jesus quoted scripture when he was tested uh, by Satan. And remember, he said, for man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the word of God. Paul taught Timothy, a young man. He said, listen, you're going to be leading the church. You're going to be the one that's going to be preaching and teaching. Show thyself approved before God by studying the word, by knowing the word so that you won't be ashamed uh, to preach and to teach and what the word of God says. So he encouraged him to study the word, not just part of it, but all of the word of God from Revelation. I'm sorry, from Genesis to Revelation. And so when you sit down first and start to read the word of God yourself and you personally reflect on that word, then you start to allow that word to live in your heart, live in your mind, but also live in your actions. That's when the word of God becomes living and active. And people can see that. They can sense that. And your whole world will be directed by what you're reading in the Bible. That's how powerful it is. So you're saying that if people will sit and or stand or however, but read the word and think about it and reflect on it and apply it in their lives, that that will uh, make an impact? Yes. You know, as two Two uh, principles I teach my students. When you're sitting in class and you're having, uh, you're learning a topic and you're discussing it with the teachers, with the professors, do two things. First, personal reflection. Reflect on the topic. Reflect on the course content. Reflect how that's impacting you. And then after you do personal reflection, apply that to your life. Then secondly, you want to do professional application. So you personally reflect and then you do professional application. And that's what we have to do with the word of God. How does it first impact my life? How do I live out the word of God in my own life? Now, let me apply that in the world among the people that I come in contact with, friends, family, co-workers, so on and so forth. And so as I apply that out in the world so people can see they get a knowledge of the true God. They get a knowledge of what God is truly like. When the church has 
incongruences where we say we believe one thing, but we practice something different. That's very confusing to young people. And so they're saying this is not a universal truth. It's not something I have to do. You're not living according to the word that you are espousing. So therefore, why should I? So we need to live in congruency with the word. We need to live uh, in right understanding of what the great uh, word of God is. And then we need to live that every day, work, play, wherever we are. Yeah, you're right. You know, when people see that the word in action and applied it and take time to reflect on it, they'll realize that they'll have a, a firm foundation in Jesus Christ. They'll have a, uh, a solid rock to stand on and they won't be floating around in space, you know, just not knowing which direction to turn, tossed back and forth by the waves of the sea. They'll be single-minded and uh, looking straight towards Jesus on the narrow path rather than being uh, double-minded and uh, floating mm -hmm. around in space. And uh, Yes, yes. That's what postmodernism well, you know, has done, is, has made us just, uh, yeah, just floating around. I think, you know, from, from the era where there was enlightenment and, you know, there was, uh, you know, thoughts and rationality and higher criticism and all. And, you know, it's fine. And we grew out of that and grew to a point now where we're even questioning uh, if any of that's real. Do we really need the word of God? Is it really relevant for life? Does it make a difference? Well, if people who are asking those questions don't see it being uh, impacted or see it impacted everyday life, then they will ask those questions. Faith is important. It's important to believe. But faith is based on experience. It's not based on closing your eyes and stepping out blindly and not knowing where you're going. God gives us a reason to believe, Evan, and the word of God helps us to believe. So we read the word of God and then we test it. Malachi 4, the Lord says, test me, prove me, see if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Has to do with stewardship, right? Finances seems to govern our world. So he says, listen, as you return to me, I will return to you. But don't just take my word for it. Test me. See if this is true. And so we have to read the word, taste and see that the word is good, right? Then we have to apply it and let it live in our lives every day. And as we experience the word of God realistically, then we say this is true and we grow even more. So faith and works go hand in hand. That's it. Taste it, digest it, and use the, use the energy you get from God's word out in the world. Um, yes. It's beautiful. Well, uh, Chaplain Ward, it has been fantastic having you on Walking Free today. And um, I want to thank you for all the insight you shared um, on postmodernism and how God has changed your life and uh, some ways that we can um, interact with the Word and not just read it, but ju to actually do it. So uh, thanks for being on Walking Free today, Chaplain Ward. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to our next discussion. All right, I will too. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you, or we'll, we'll talk with you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.